The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Hello and welcome to another episode of Video Games to the Max. I am your host, Sean Garman, here with me, as always, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And this is episode 187 of the show, and we are getting closer and closer to E3, a little less than a month away now, and God, of course... God, God help us all. <laughs> yeah, God help us all. Uh, it's also, when that ends, the World Cup starts, so I just get to go from one thing to another, which is both uh, cool and terrifying at the same time. Uh, non-stop podcasting. <laughs> yeah, non-stop podcasting, basically. Uh, so, uh, hey, congrats to us. We did something where we actually, you know, kept it going for a week. Uh, but, uh Yeah. Yeah, so, of course... The first, uh, the first and last time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't say that. It <laughs> might happen next week, too. Uh, so, of course, we'll be talking about uh, quite a few things involving uh, E3 leaks. Uh, and, of course, one involves a very huge franchise that everybody is ready uh, to hear more about. Uh, another that people finally got some playtime with and some new stuff has come out of that talk about that as well but uh just need to uh get this out of the way this is of course the official video games podcast at w2mnet.com and we are in partnership for mania.com and last word on life as well and well before we get into the uh big news that's been going on anything that you have been playing uh, i'm still trying to plot through god of war like the trophy system like, mm. the map in that game is terrible because it doesn't mark anything for you. Yeah, well, that sucks. So, it's like, there. oh, there are uh, 20 ravens in this in this zone. I'm not going to tell you where they are. It's like, thanks. <laughs> so, I'm having to rely on, like, YouTube videos or, like, specific areas to go, okay, this is where I need to go for this thing. <laughs> well, but then you got the people that complain that, like, oh, finding all the this and that is too easy or whatever so i mean it's already i mean with these guys it's already easy like what is it, it just save, it would just save me the time of going like watching these youtube videos <laughs> well it's true but i guess i mean i guess another option would just be you could have a menu option that says like on or off <laughs> that's true too they could do that uh um, the only other thing i've been playing is dragon crowns pro some more with that Anything uh, new on that? Just I'm surprised you're uh, still going through it. <laughs> well, I'm still trying to work out a uh, time to uh, play with my friend. We were going to play, I want to say last Thursday. Uh, and he was like, okay, go in this area. And when it says network, you know, look for me and I'll be there. And I was like, okay, I'm in the area, but it doesn't say network. 
and we were kind of arguing for a few minutes, and then I joined his game as just like a viewer, and it yeah. said network, and I was like, huh, doesn't have that on my game, and we discovered that you have to be at a certain story point in the game to access like the online functionality, which is wow. really fucking stupid. That is really dumb. You have to like, uh, like get to like the ninth or tenth stage, and then it's like, okay, here, here's like the actual game. It's like they could have ironed this out a little better. <laughs> That's just nuts. Yeah. So I'm hoping to play with him soon, uh, and I still think it's passable. <laughs> like it's not, <laughs> it's not my type of game, really. I mean, yeah. Like the combat's fine. It's just I don't like to design much, and uh, I think it's just too busy for me. Understandable, understandable on that end. Uh, I do have oh. a game. Go ahead. No, I I did buy one season already of uh, Pinball Arcade, season four. Well, that's good. So what tables, can any of them noteworthy to people? Or? Uh, Adam's Family, that's the big one, probably. Yeah. Uh, what else? Starship Troopers, which is uh, one of my favorite tables. Um, and then a bunch of other crap. There's one called, uh, there's two actually. Well, one is called Red and Ted's Red Roadshow, which I really like. It's a table that features like talking dummy heads, which I was one of my favorites. <laughs> uh, it has Jackbot, which is a sequel to Pinbot and Machine Bot of Pinbot. And it's funny that Jackbot came out later than Machine Bot of Pinbot because that game sucks ass. Jackbot <laughs> is terrible. It's like this weird casino themed, like, what is going on with this game? Uh,. And the last one is Safe Cracker, which is like a really weird table. Well, interesting. You got a mixed bag there. Yeah. So still working on the other ones they got before they get taken off, I guess. Yeah, I'm trying to gather gather some money. <laughs> well, best of luck. I, uh, I may I may actually try I try try to start selling games to like raise for the funds or like DVDs or whatever because might as well. <laughs> yeah, because then you get to have those and. You can play whenever you want, you know. Yeah. Also, like, I bought the season pass or the like the season off PSN, and it didn't download anything. I had to like go on the fucking menu and start and individually download these tables. And I'm just oh, like, that's annoying. What? Who thought of this? Like, why couldn't you just say download whatever I have or download new tables? Yeah, or download like all like, or something. I'm having me to scroll through this menu that updates like very slowly on PSN because. There's, like, four individual packs for, like, each table has, like, four items listed. Mm-hmm. It's like, you couldn't think, you couldn't, like, figure this out, like, years ago? <laughs> I guess not. But yeah. That's, that's weird that they have not up to that just to say, oh, download all button. Okay. Yeah. I think if I, like, deleted it and then re-downloaded it, maybe. But, like, whenever I added a table to download, it would, like, say, oh, you purchased it. So I don't think that that would actually worked because it looked like I was like buying each individual table for uh, you know free, and it's like this is terrible. <laughs> it's like Rock Band four levels of incompetence. <laughs> hey now, that got I mean that got better at least. Yes, it did. Uh, even though it's starting to show some cracks again, I don't know if this month they just 
decided to like take off on I know I they said this month was the anniversary month we're going through and letting you uh enjoy old songs that you can now buy separately and I'm like all right as long as it's a one month thing and not all of a sudden uh, DLC is starting to go away again cuz that means the game is just dying but I mean I don't know how much longer they thought that was going to go on cuz it's just there's only so much you can add to it and you know I get people like getting two songs a week and downloading their songs and playing but even I've gotten to the point where I'm just like I don't really care anymore so yeah. uh I don't know so what what are you playing I do have uh the uh Little Witch Academia Chamber in Time game but I've been wanting to get through the anime first before I play the game so I'm like Halfway well, through the, that. You need the groundwork to establish the rules of the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's only like a 25 episode thing, so it's not... I should probably finish it by the middle of the week or something like that. It's and funny, then, I, I I talked to Adam and I, I, I made the joke that I was going to take Mega Man 1 and 2 for Switch, the collections, but I just got angry about it. And then he offered me Banner Saga One, and I'm like, I'm I'm good, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> They're giving that out, like, yeah, codes for that still. It's like, or is well, that one like, he just had? It might have just been one he had. I'm not quite sure, but like, if you wanted me to review it, like my review would have been like, it's the same game I reviewed three years ago. It yeah, runs better. Right. <laughs> <laughs> not much has changed. <laughs> On that end, I mean it's on, so. it's on a crappy it's on a crappy portable system like portable system, but a good game system. So there you go. Right. Um. Yeah. So next week I should probably actually have thoughts on on the game itself. Um. But that's kind of it. I finished all of Dragon Ball Super, which was uh really really good. I enjoyed it. Um. And then I'm yeah. like almost done with GT. So. Then I'll be done with everything Dragon Ball. And uh, then you got to watch all the movies. <laughs> well, I watched all the movies in sequence while they were going on throughout the series, so I got those knocked out already. Huh. Uh, well, the closest that somebody on Reddit could figure out that they go in sequence because they really don't. Yeah, so. they're just. Yeah, they're just kind of shoehorned in, or not even because they don't tie into the show at all. Yeah. So, just like uh, GT. <laughs> yeah, just like GT, even though it is interesting. Uh, I totally get why some people don't like it. Uh, but, I mean, the it's really built around, like, two big villains, and that's where the big fights happen. The rest of the fights aren't, I think, meant to be, like, a big deal. And I appreciate that they didn't, like, make it a hundred and something episodes long for no reason, so... Uh, you know, sometimes if there's one thing about DBZ, it's really bloated and a lot of that can, I'm just kind of like, all right, we didn't need this episode or that episode, but whatever. Hey uh, man, Gohan had to rescue those, uh, kids that were, <laughs> that were left on the, left on the island <laughs> without parents. Yeah, of course, you know, that, that had to happen. Uh, so Yeah. Getting on with uh, with other things here with the news, and 
if we're going to talk about E3 leaks, one of the biggest ones that is going on right now, it's still kind of, it looks like it's been almost uncaved completely. Also, it's the fact that it's probably not going to get, it's going to get revealed before the Nintendo Direct as well, but we'll see if it does or doesn't. But the Pokemon Switch has been all in the news uh, between the last week and a half about what is it, what's it going to be called. Uh, we still don't, I don't know specifically if, uh, you know, the latest leak says something and then you listen to other people and they think it's something else. So we'll see. But here's here's the uh, what's gone down since the last time we did a podcast. So Emily Rogers uh, posted that the Pokemon Switch game was going to be called uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. And they were two separate games. And then, basically, that was revealed in a 4chan post later. And that uh, they would be remakes of Pokemon Yellow, but you're getting two games instead of one. With Pikachu, of course, being the starter and Eevee being the other starter. Which kind of works in the... They're both cute. And, you know, Eevee also has the... Zero, you know, at this point, I think it has like about 20 different evolutions of Eevee that's out there. Um, the whole point was that they wanted to start everybody at Kanto, and it makes sense because it's the region that everybody recognizes. And the problem is, I, I think, uh, what came about later, it got started getting people really upset, was that they will tie in Pokemon Go into this game uh, by... Allowing by having you catch Pokemon the same way you catch Pokemon and Mo- Pokemon Go, uh, with motion controls and with the touch screen, depending on what way you're playing it. There's also supposed to be some kind of accessory, just like the Pokemon Go thing that came out. Uh, it, t- it came out a while after the the game came uh, out on mobile. Are they gonna include the Poke Walker? <laughs> I have no idea, but the Poke Ride thing from Sun and Moon is also gonna be in it. I, you know, it's, uh, there's also hints at the fact that, that Nintendo's kind of been basically leading you along with this because Pikachu and Eevee have been paired together with so many different, like, clothing lines and different things this year that it also makes sense. But the, the big deal is people still can't figure out if this is going to be a straight remake of Yellow or if this is going to be a side game and it's going to have nothing to do with the main games at all. And the more and more time goes on, it's leading people to believe it's a side game, which is it can people even more angry because Nintendo promised that this was going to be a mainline game in their announcement and then could decide that it's not going to be. So, you know. Uh, I, re- I refuse to buy either until they make a coffee edition. A <laughs> coffee? Edition? Yeah. Coffee or mayonnaise, one of either one is fine for me. You know me. what? If you get to play as James of Team Rocket, I'm all for that. Like I, I imagine this is like a side story thing. Like, I, it, it'll probably be as fully featured as like a main game, I would assume, just with some stupid motion controls or whatever. But this all sounds kind of weird. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the motion control thing doesn't sound too weird to me because Nintendo always likes to have something that sets it apart from, you know, anytime they... Go ahead. I also, I mean, you have a Switch and so do I. 
Do you ever take it out, like, portably? I do. I play it portable. Uh, if I'm going to go downstairs or uh, well, I if mean, I like, want to no, play on my bed or... I'm, I'm talking, like, go outside your house. Like, you know... No. Just walking down the street with your Switch or going to, like, oh, I'm going to go to McDonald's real quick and eat there, but while I'm there, I might as well bust up my Switch. Like, I don't see... No. I see no one doing that. Maybe in Japan they do, but I don't, like... I mean, unless I'm going to go to a friend's house, I'm not I, taking my Switch with me anywhere because I'm more worried about somebody deciding, oh, let me try to steal it or whatever, you know? Or or, or getting damaged or something. And also, like, the, the difference between, like, the Switch and Pokemon Go is, like, you always have... Like, most people always have their phone on them. Yeah. And it's not hard to just, you know, load up the app and go, oh, here's, you know, a, you know Meowth or so, something, like, at the, at the corner. Like, it's not... That's fine, but carrying like another device, like a bulky device, when you really think about it, to you know. Well, I mean, undocked, you'd be using the touchscreen. Uh, when you're docked, you'd be using the Pro Controller or the Joy Cons and using the motion controls that way. So, well, here's the other problem: what network are you connecting to? Well, the Nintendo network, right? No, you, like. That thing doesn't have a cell phone service built in, so you don't have access to like an always-on network. Like the minute you get fifty feet off, you know, away from my house, it's going to be offline. Right, but I don't think I think the point is you're not going to. It's not going to be built like Pokemon Go, where they you need that. No, no, internet connection. Yeah, I still think like that idea is just really wonky. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt because. This is a huge title for them. They're not going to let this come out without it working well. But yeah. I don't know. As long as there's an option, as long as it's something like Super Mario Odyssey where it's optional, I think that you know alleviates a lot of people's fears. But if it's something yeah. that's required and it doesn't work as well as you know you'd think it would. That's going to create a problem for people. I, I think the people that are getting really upset and being like, oh, my God, I don't want to buy this game. And, oh, this is going to ruin it and everything else. I mean, we never we got to remember it's Nintendo. They somehow make these things work sometimes even when we don't think they're going to. So I'm going to wait until it's out there and someone has played it. But that also really makes me think that the rate that they're going with this, there's no way it's coming out this year. It's a 2019 game. And yeah, we'll just get the announcement at some point and we'll go from there. Yeah. But does it intrigue you at all? Like to say, I mean, if it's a straight remake of yellow, I'm excited because yellow is one of my favorites. If it's a side story thing. I mean, I couldn't honestly could tell them apart. <laughs> So, I think isn't isn't yellow the one that has Pikachu following you around all the time? Basically, yeah. Yeah. And the storyline's a little different, I think. And it will also you're gonna have a different character and red and blue are you're gonna be your rivals in this game, so uh, there's uh something to that for the people that are huge Pokemon fans from back in the day, but Nerds. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I know Stephanie was saying something about, I think this might anger people that really like to do the 
breeding and hatching stuff with Eevee because usually the starters are really hard to get. Uh, but hey, this is why Pokemon Bank exists, right? For situations like this where you can just go in your Pokemon Bank and get a million Eevees and put them all into the game and let's see if they tr that transfers over because it may not either. Uh, but uh, maybe something that you might care a little bit more about, Kingdom Hearts 3. People have actually You'd be started. Wrong. No. <laughs> uh, Kingdom Hearts Three. People have actually started playing it now. They've gotten, uh, I think, a rather lengthy demo that has gone out to uh, certain folks from certain uh, big websites where they got to play the Toy Story World and Olympus Coliseum. Of course, that's two of the worlds that we've gotten to see. Uh, no, I, you know, no, if if they got to see anything that has not been revealed, they obviously didn't talk about it, but. Some of the things that have kind of come out from these demos is that, you know, Cage, uh, Kingdom Hearts 1 had a lot more exploring. It had the platforming. Kingdom Hearts 2 kind of shut that down a little bit. And the worlds were a bit more segmented. And it was much more about you just battling. So they kind of tried to find a happy medium where you can explore more. But there's also... You can find it, kind of feel the scale of certain things, especially in the Toy Story world, because you're small, and you get to, you know, feel around how big Andy's room is and how big the arcade is that you go into eventually, and all that. Um, of course, the Keyblades all have transformations that we've talked about before. Uh, the Toy Story hammer turns into a drill, and then they all have their own finishers that you can do uh, that are timed at the end. Uh, it was thought, like, you know, Mark and I had talked about that perhaps this meant Wreck-It Ralph was the world in Kingdom Hearts 3. That's apparently not the case. Wreck-It Ralph is just a summon, and he comes out of that Fix-It Felix game as oh. part of the summon. And uh, so that made uh, several people happy in our chat that we're not happy about <laughs> uh, like going the, to that some, world. Some of the worlds they've already just, like, shown off of that game pretty like who cares to me the olympic coliseum it's like eh. that's in all the games like that's fine yeah but i think i have a fucking little mermaid level two that always sucks they do yeah no I'm i think she's just a summon good yeah her okay ariel wreck it ralph and the tangled castle are the summons that we've seen so far i, I think i read the game spot preview and i think the guy the woman who i don't know i think it might have been a guy who's talking about it was like you don't really play with the keyblade that much well that kind of stinks hopefully that's only certain parts or something like that no but... I, it's not that it's like there's all the weapon switching and all like the finishers it's like oh okay you, and that's that looks kind of like what i've seen from that game like the different weapons and it's like you're throwing a lot of shit into this game <laughs> Yeah, plus you still have I'm not, the... I'm not quite sure people necessarily need. <laughs> I agree with you. There's a lot in there. Uh, it also includes that flow motion thing from Dream Drop Distance, where you can like run up the walls and all that, which makes the attacking even crazier. So It works so well in Dissidia. Yeah. <laughs> so well. You know, to the fact that I really don't hear anybody talking about that game at all. But uh, yeah. I, look, uh, I think 
once they reveal more worlds and stuff, um, and maybe perhaps reveal something about the story, because that's kind of been hush-hush so far, uh, I totally expect that Square Enix conference has to have something that Sony is probably not getting at their press conference. Um, who knows? Maybe they reveal two worlds, uh, for all we know. One at the Square and one at Sony. Um, it's still amazing to me that Microsoft is also getting Kingdom Hearts 3 and is not getting the other games at all, but uh, totally understand well, they have to go from ground zero on that. So, I mean, it's happened before with like, uh, Mass Effect 3 on, this, on the Wii U or like Final Fantasy 13, really. Yeah, my, Mass Effect uh, 2 and 3 on the PS3, but they never got one. Yeah, I like think until the collection. Comic. Yeah. So, you know, it, again, I'm. This is kind of. I, I mean, also, ultimately, I think it's probably a business, a good business choice because, let's say they made Kingdom Hearts Collection for Xbox One, it wouldn't sell in Japan at all, and mm-hmm. it likely wouldn't sell in America, because everyone who's a Kingdom Hearts fan already has a PS4. Yep, that's very true. It's. I mean, honestly, I, they could make if they made it for the Switch. If I do better. Well, for the Switch, I would buy that immediately because you get to play with it anywhere and, um, you know, if they could figure out... I feel like Nintendo would figure out a way to make that, like, multiplayer on there or something, so... Even uh, the straight ports would be fine, probably. Yeah. I, I, I also disagree somewhat with your earlier statement about, like, Kingdom Hearts 1 about being exploration-based. Like, it is, but also that was what the worst part of that game. <laughs> I liked being able to run around and... I'm not saying the platforming was great. I'm saying being able to run around and explore some of the worlds was nice. I mean, like, it's a neat idea, but, like, getting around, like, Alice in Wonderland or, like, uh... What was the other one I'm thinking of? Like, the Jungle like the jungle Book mm, level? The jungle one. That's terrible. <laughs> but <laughs> it Tarzan. did make the levels was, feel like they were bigger it, than they are. It wasn't Jungle Book, it was Tarzan. Yeah, which, Tarzan. Uh... I mean, yeah, but that's just you get lost all the time, and you don't know where the True. hell to go. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I'd say that that is also a factor. Like, I always had a guide playing those games, so... Yeah, because you have to. Yeah. Because it's, it's like, okay, hit this candle in Alice in Wonderland, and now the room is upside down, and what do I do now? <laughs> yeah, or the, well, I had to figure out where exactly when I'm jumping around the petals or the trees what room am I going in to go to the next thing? And uh, the jungle, if you go the wrong way, yeah, you know, you can get completely lost there. So I feel you. Hollow Bastion was sort of the same way too at the, at the end of the game. You yeah. take the wrong bubble or the wrong uh, elevator thing and you could wind up in a totally different place that you need to go. <laughs> so, yep. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see how that shapes up. I'm I mean, sure. I'm, I'm interested in Kingdom Hearts 3, but I just, I don't like the fandom of Kingdom Hearts. That's my problem. <laughs> Why not? Uh, it's a bunch of people who just, they remind me of Shenmue fans. Just completely crazed, and they have no sense of reality. Well, those uh, Shenmue fans are going to be upset because uh, that game got delayed to 2019. Not that that's any surprise or whatever, but... <laughs> I mean, 
That game's getting delayed till 2020, I think. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. But uh, people keep holding out. It, uh, yeah, people are kind of crazy about their Kingdom Hearts, but to be fair, they've been waiting a long time for 3. So I, I kind of let some of that go. That's my other problem is the like Square Enix has jerked around people so much with this franchise. Well, it's more like Nomura. I mean, there's a reason why he got Final Fantasy XV taken away from him. Because if it was up to him, that game would have never been finished. So, yeah. I feel like somebody lit a fire under his butt to like, hey, probably Disney. Like, if this game doesn't come out soon, we're pulling it or something. So, you know. We don't have we don't have Disney Infinity anymore, so that's all we have left. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's very true. They don't have a lot left, so... Uh, and I mean, again, like there, there's so much like merchandise they can sell with that. There's so much that Disney gets out of that. A uh, Square Enix too. I mean, so um, their Final <laughs> their Final Fantasy characters, at least some of them, show up. And uh, I think they did show something that I think after Kingdom Hearts one, it increased people wanting like Square Enix games for a while. Yeah. So I guess my. My question is, do you think they ever go to... I mean, obviously, Star Wars and Marvel are out. Uh, but do you, ever, do you think they ever go to, like, Final Fantasy Land? Or, like, you know, Midgar, Midgar I should say, or, like... Why do you think uh, Marvel and Star Wars are out? Uh, I mean, I would love it, but I just don't think that... Considering how much, like... Marvel, maybe, but considering how much, like, Star Wars, that crap values, like, the canon of Star Wars, like, no... Yeah, I I don't know, like, Disney's been, I mean, they're making all these prequel movies or whatever, right? So, I don't put anything past them to want to do it. Um, well, I'm thinking, like, like, Battlefront 2, when that came out, like, Disney didn't allow them cosmetic items, because it would it would have upset the, you know, you can't have a pink, Storm, uh, pink Darth Vader running around. Yeah, I mean, they've always been that way, because people have always asked about, like, why can't I mix and match? the guest characters and why do the guest characters have to be in that world that you're in and yeah even infinity had that problem i think right. you can only play pirates level with pirates characters or stuff like that which was so silly about infinity because it's like that's the whole point of having all these damn uh characters there are all the yeah, little like, figures you know i don't like, like playing them in a toy box doesn't really do it for me yeah exactly um I, I I don't know because it's a Disney game with Square Enix's name on it. So like, would Disney give Square Enix that? T- like, I would think that they would take away a Hollow Bastion or a Traverse Town, one of them that's created and not part of the Disney canon, and go, okay, you can make that a a Square Town, a Final Fantasy Town, or something like that. Well, that's why I was thinking, like, Midgar, or... Yeah. Whatever I mean, it would be that... cool, but I wonder yeah. if Disney would allow it, because all the worlds always have to have some kind of Disney tinge to it or something, so... Yeah. It would be awesome if they did, but I don't I don't know. I mean, I doubt it, at least for this yeah. game, but who knows. Yeah, maybe with the new set, now that they're not, star- you know, starring Sora and they can start all over, maybe then... But yeah, 
We'll see. I think it also depends on, you know, I mean, not that we have to worry about sales for this game, but I think it also depends on how crazy the sales are uh, for this game. Uh, going along with the Switch, Resident Evil 7 is coming to the Switch, uh, but right now only in Japan. Uh, it's actually coming out this week in in Japan, but it's going to be playable only in the cloud. And uh, it will include all four of the DLC packs. And yeah, there's... It costs about like $18, I think, uh, if you buy this like 180-day service pass. If you want to play past the trial period. And maybe it's one of those like E3 surprises or announcements from Nintendo. But playing a game only in the cloud. I mean, that's what PlayStation Now is. (laughs) Hold on one second. Sure. So Resident Evil Seven, but in the cloud. I mean, I mean that's what PlayStation Now is. I know, but that's just like also that. I don't think Resident. I mean, I haven't played it, but I don't think Resident Evil Seven is like that action based. Like you're not shooting zombies in the head or anything. So, I mean, it may I, work. I'm just wondering, like, is that make it to where you can have more graphically intense games? If you play it in the cloud and not on the system, I mean, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out why. I mean, that's what that Steam uh, Steam Link thing is for, like, Android phones and iPhones. Like, you still have to have the computer to run it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, but it just, I'm like, why can it just not run on the hardware? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, what plus do they get out of running it out of the cloud that... Well, I mean, it's a. I would say it's a fairly demanding game, at least on like PC. Right. Uh, and also, like maybe size size is an issue. Yeah, I can see the size thing. Like, uh, there. I mean, there are some games that have you know you need to download this multiplayer component or whatever, but that's like Resident Evil Seven's a big game. <laughs> Yeah, it probably is a size issue, which then makes it a graphical issue and all that. So, I mean, I guess it's cool if it runs well and you get to play it. I'm assuming it will get announced over here because it's sold so well for Capcom uh, on PS4. I can't imagine they're not going to bring it over here on Switch, but yeah, I guess we'll see. Uh Good move by Nintendo, though. I wonder if this means, like, 
some games that we thought couldn't come over here come to the Switch are possible if you just play it in the cloud. I mean, the Switch is getting Resident, or Switch is getting Doom, or got Doom and Wolfenstein too. I would have never thought those games would come to Switch. Well, Bethesda's making those work on there, but yeah, I mean, I wonder if that means you will get Monster Hunter on Switch then, if they can make this work. I imagine. Well, the problem with that, I would imagine, is the online component would be an issue because you're streaming the game and also, you know, joining up with three other players to run it, you know, run a run a hunt or something. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> Unless you have really good internet, I don't. I don't think that would work too well. Yeah, especially with Nintendo, the price they're charging. I wonder how good the internet. I mean, it runs fine, free, so. I don't know how much better it's going to be once you start paying, if that actually means that they've reinforced the internet or if you're just paying for the internet and for the NES thing. But Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I don't think that's going to work too well. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be an interesting thing once that uh, drops. Uh, I'm sure people will be so enamored with Super Smash Brothers at that point that they may not care too much about the other stuff, but... That's another one of those has to happen for us to be able to figure it out. Speaking of Mario Tennis, it's uh, Mario Tennis Aces. I should say getting a demo on Nintendo on the eShop on Thursday. So starting Thursday, you can play Mario Tennis Aces. Uh, I'll for sure be downloading that. I'm sort of, I'm always big on the Mario sports games. Uh, there's a tournament going on June 1st to the 3rd as well that you can play uh, online against others you can also play the demo offline and play against the uh, computer as well so uh, you don't have to be online to play and you can also unlock other characters aside from mario peach yoshi and uh, bowser so if you play the demo there's actually a reason so if you don't like the you know you want to play with some other characters in tennis you can unlock them by playing away and, of course, uh, the game comes out, what, on June 22nd, so it won't be too far after that. How do yeah. you feel about uh, Mario Tennis? I may give it a shot. Like those ten Mario Tennis games are okay enough, and there's not really like, any good alternative. Yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, we do have the, what, um... oh, geez, there's a tennis game. That, I think it's called Tennis World, yeah, Tennis World Tour comes out. This tomorrow, actually. So, I think people like when tennis games are mentioned, people like virtual tennis. That's about it. I agree. Yeah, it's virtual tennis, Mario tennis, and that's about as far as it goes. So, but like I, I wouldn't mind if Square or not Square Sony branched out with their Hot Shots, mm -hmm. uh, like franchise and made like a tennis game or made like you know a soccer game or you know made some more. Not arcade focused, but just more easy to approach games with their Hot Shots golf stuff, or everybody's golf, really. It would be interesting if they did, though. I'm surprised they haven't by now, especially was, tennis, because that seems to be the next iteration was for most. That horrible franchise, Outlaw Golf, and they oh, also made out, Outlaw Volleyball, and I think one other one, and it's like. Man, Stephen Colbert, you are in this game, and this is depressing me. <laughs> you 
it was, I think it was Stephen Colbert and Stephen Carell were like uh, the announcers for one of those games, and it's like, why? You guys are on the fucking Daily Show. Why are you lowering yourself to this shit? <laughs> for real, man. Greg Proops doesn't have a job. He can do this, no problem. But you guys, no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm all for this. Like, I think it's cool that Nintendo does this where they let you uh, try out games. And especially one that maybe it's not on everybody's radar, but you can try it out and maybe it will be by the time you finish. Yeah. Uh, I think this is an idea, you know, it's, we, we've seen this more with uh, having open betas for various games, so, glad Nintendo, ever since ARMS has really adopted this and said, hey, let's, let's get our message out there, and uh, perhaps uh, the tournament will create a fervor for people to play Mario Tennis Aces. Also getting a reveal, before E3, Battlefield Five in a couple days on... Uh, Wednesday, you're going to get to hear all about Battlefield 5 uh, after various teases from EA themselves and from Trevor Noah. Uh, it is officially going to be called Battlefield 5, and it is going to be set in the World War II setting. It is going to have a single-player mode, unlike the Call of Duty Black Ops 4, uh, which they confirmed that this week. They confirmed the Battle Royale mode for that, too. But, uh, yeah, I mean... So, two things. The name is dumb. Or, the numbering is dumb, let's say that. And I'm completely disinterested in Call of Duty 4, my Black Ops 4. They couldn't have turned me off less with that. You know, their little uh, trailers and stuff. Why do you say that? Well, not single player is a big one, but also like they're aping the, like, uh, you know, battle royale, yeah. like battlegrounds thing. It's like, man, you guys are really desperate, aren't you? And also, like, it's not going to be sold on Steam. It's only through, like, the Blizzard. Oh, Battle.net, yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, don't you yeah, already so use is... Battle.net for World of Warcraft yeah, and stuff? I don't like to. <laughs> I don't know, I, I guess since they assume that, I mean, it's also to get, you know, Blizzard a little bit more money, It's it helps uh, Activision and Blizzard that partnership, I guess why not use it, right? Believe uh, me, Blizzard has WoW and Hearthstone and Overwatch. They're doing fine. <laughs> Heroes of the Storm as well, because they, they're uh, single-handedly helping... Well, one of the games is helping uh, collegiate esports continue to rise. So, yeah, you know, I I get it, and I also get why they also they have I chosen that. I really just 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 like uh, I think I saw some interview with the, one of the Black Ops Four guys, and like the like tagline was like "Forget what you know" or "Forget everything" or something like that. Yeah, we're gonna like, like totally. Warp your this mind. Is, on... This is called Black Ops Four. Like if you if you if you're gonna do that, call it something else. Call it like Call of Duty, you know, Battleground or Blackout or something. You know, some other name. Yeah. Well, they did have the. I think the introduction is called Blackout. So, uh, you know, and I don't know how much difference you can make a battle royale mode. 
I mean, they all eventually well, play like each other. I think the problem really is uh, for Call of Duty is like server population size. Like, how many people can can they get a hundred players in a in a Call of Duty map? We'll have to see on that, but you would think I mean, they could. I don't know. I think the max has been sixteen for like Call of Duty games. Maybe maybe thirty two. But maybe they're meaning for this to be a smaller version of the Battle Royale or something. If that, I mean, if that's the case, fine. Then people are not going to play it. They're just going to play Fortnite or PUBG. Yeah, I think they're trying to just see if they can grab people with the craze and have the Call of Duty name slapped on it and and see if that sells well. I love the dumb report that came out that only uses Xbox achievements by the way the lesser of the two consoles um i get it that my xbox is you know usually the shooter's haven or whatever but to only use the what's been the inferior console the entire generation to base a report that only half the people ever finish the call of duty campaign is really stupid like you're not even using Steam, for God's sakes. Like, I mean, I don't know. I, I just think that if that's what you're using to base why you're not doing a campaign anymore, that's really pathetic at that point to me. I'm sure they have other numbers, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I question uh, how well this will do. Like, on, at least on PC. I don't... I don't think they care about PC, honestly. Like, considering how shoddy some of the like recent ports have been, that's quite evident, if anything. No, they're totally but, banking on people just wanting to buy it on PS4. Yeah, but like, let's see, I'm trying to look it up right now. World War Two currently has. Oh, damn, it doesn't say. Oh. 646 people playing it. Didn't they make that to where you can take that off now? Where it's not mandatory that you show if you play something anymore? Well, it's Steam Steam Spy. I don't know if Steam Charts does the same thing or not. Ah. But, uh, like, that's not a ton of people. No, it's not. But, I mean, that game is also, like... What, what, seven or eight? How I don't know how old. It's just uh, pretty old at this point. World War II um, came out last year. I know, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> there's there's usually a shelf life for that thing. Yeah. Especially when you do have a PUBG and a Fortnite battling constantly for everybody's yeah. attention. So, uh not to mention the you know the League of Legends and the Dotas and all that stuff. So only so many multiplayer to go around. I think that's what the thing is. Call of Duty. They just want people putting them tell in that, the same breath. Tell that to Cliffy B. Yeah, exactly. Tell that to Cliffy D. He's out there putting out screenshots for the other games that never got released. And it's like, wow, you should have made these instead of the crap you you made in the first place. Oh, exactly. Be more original. That's what he kept talking about all the time when he he made his 
his uh, company, he was like, oh, I'm going to change the way we do this. I'm not going to make a big thing about being at E3 and doing all this stuff. We're going to we're going to change the game. And oh no, we didn't change anything. So. <laughs> yeah, the game changed around you instead and ran you over. Uh, speaking about being different, though, Devolver Digital, they had a press conference last year that was completely different than anything else that everybody else did. Um, they are doing a press conference once again, and once again, they're tagging it right behind Bethesda's. They're having it really late at night, 11 p.m. Eastern. Uh, this one is going to have actual game reveals. Last year, they kind of had like one game that they sort of showed off and then the rest of it was just a bunch of goof i'd expect that as well but i think uh, one of the one of the uh people from adult swim was talking about like it's gonna be like the day the dave lang memorial <laughs> wouldn't be surprised or, uh, it, it, well not adult swim but devolver digital they're like the dave lang memorial theater or something like that uh, but uh, that pretty much probably closes the book on the conferences now. Um, so this leads it into a it's a four day affair this year. It might have been that way that last year too. But uh, EA is starting things off on Saturday at two o'clock Eastern. Then you get a triple two days of triple conferences with Microsoft at four on Sunday. Bethesda at 9.30, and then Devolver at 11. Monday, Square Enix starts you off really early at 1 p.m. Eastern, Ubisoft at 4, and Sony at 9 on Monday in their usual slot, and then Nintendo takes their usual slot of like noon Eastern on Tuesday, and then the show floor opens right after that. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's we'll have videos and podcasts for all those uh, like we did last year. But they they really stacked it this year with a lot, you know, at least uh, Square Enix getting into the game again. Thankfully, they pre-recorded it this year, so you don't have the debacle of a couple of years ago where it's a bunch of Japanese guys standing up there. The translators are like two sentences off, and it's terrible. So. I look forward to like half the demos being broken like at Sony that one year. Yeah. That was uh that was fun as well. <laughs> we'll see uh how that goes, but it's it's gonna be of course it's E three, so we'll see how many surprises there actually are because you still got plenty of time for half the show to leak, as has happened in the past. Um that one thing we won't find out from the Microsoft press conference that they're letting out of the bag early. I don't know how much people would have cared about it because there's nothing to do with the console itself, but Halo's getting an arcade game and it's coming to Dave and Buster's near you in the US and Canada pretty soon. It's called Halo Fire Team Raven. It's a four player cooperative arcade game. And uh, basically, you're in the role of ODST soldiers on the search of Alpha Halo uh, during the events of the first game. And you get to fight alongside Master Chief as they go after the Flood and the Covenant. So I don't expect the story to be anything out of this world or whatever. But I guess that's that's cool. Have you gone to Dave and Buster's? Uh, it's been a long time. I've so. never. Like they just have no games that interest me whatsoever. 
Uh, I like going just to see what's there. I remember the last time I went, they had the Mario Kart game now. Yeah, and, the eight-player, uh, four-player one. Yeah, I mean, and they had some other things that were based on newer games. Uh, but, and it's, like I said, it's been a long time, so uh, I don't know, but... I imagine, since we were talking about Wreck-It Ralph earlier, I imagine this Halo thing is going to be like that Hera's Duty thing from the arcade in that movie. Oh yeah, I'm sure it will be. Um, You might get to actually... So it's four-player. I don't know how they're going to do it with the guns. Normally, when you play a game like that, you're holding the gun and firing. Uh, If they can find a way to make it big enough to where it's... I guess you're holding all four of the assault rifles or something like that. It yeah. says this thing's an eleven foot cabinet. Like yeah. that's that's not small, and a hundred and thirty yeah. inch monitor is. Yeah, four turret like mounted multi-purpose machine guns. So, like a hundred thirty inch monitor is the size of. I couldn't fit it in my room. <laughs> that yeah, that's nuts. Well, David Buster, get ready to. And that that thing is ten feet tall. Yep. That's nuts. So, I am kind I, of. I kind of want to go play this now, <laughs> but I mean, it's gonna, it's going to be like every other rail shooter or like like gun shooter. <laughs> like, I'm sure, but just to like be able to have the Halo name on it and play Halo at the arcade, I think is kind of a cool idea. Someone uh, should mod it so it plays the Terminator Two arcade game instead. <laughs> I'd play that. <laughs> Let's do that. Uh. I think it's a neat idea. I don't know that. Sure. I don't know how much money they're making off the licensing or whatever, but it's a neat that, idea. That's my. That, I guess that's my question. Is like, let's say, is this just exclusive to Dave and Buster's, or is like they're just the ones getting it first? Because, like, how much would this thing be by itself? <laughs> uh, it says select Dave and Buster's locations in the U.S. and yeah. Canada, and then it's coming out to more Dave and Buster's locations in the fall. So, I mean, it's not like. Other than, like, GameWorks, if that's still around. I don't think uh, that is. Uh, there's not a lot of arcade locations that are just out there. So No, no, I, I mean, like, you know, people who just buy arcade machines. Like, let's say someone just wanted this in their house. You know, they had, you know, they were a millionaire or something. Could they have, like... Uh, I mean, I guess they could probably contact Microsoft people directly and figure out how they could do that, right? I mean... Yeah. It's just, yeah, I... And more interesting, Microsoft non-about-the-console news, uh, they have finally officially revealed their controller that's kind of been leaked for at least a couple of weeks, if not more, their adaptive controller for people that have problems with mobility. I think this is like a neat idea. Um, it, you know, you can see the... We have a picture here in the dock of what it looks like. It's a almost yeah, it's looks a like a freaking... Looks like a smaller DJ turntable thing. Exactly. It looks like the thing from DJ Hero or yeah, whatever. Um, but it has, it has like a bunch of audio audio jacks on it in the back for like every single button. Yeah, exactly. So you can like plug you know plug in like a you know like switch or like some breathing tube or something like that, and then go from there. I mean, do you? I think this is a neat idea for those people. Right. Yeah, um, I, can, I don't. It's not. It's not meant for you or me because we're obviously well. You're able-bodied, and I'm mostly. Uh, 
it's for people like who don't have X, you know, control like paraplegic or quadriplegic, something like that. Yeah, like they partnered with the Able Gamers people, the Special Effects, the Cerebral Palsy Foundation, uh, Craig Hospital, Warfighter Engage, which is uh, known for making. Uh, they're in fact the people that actually sort of inspired this. Uh, so and they're, yeah. I think they also. I think Phil Spencer also said like, oh, if someone else wants to use it, feel free. So it'd be nice if Sony came out with something like this, you know, in the same vein. Yeah, I'm surprised Nintendo hasn't um well it's it's a lot that's a lot of stuff like where ben het gets some of his cred from is like he makes like disabled controllers or you know like one-handed ps4 controllers something like that yeah i guess with the switch because it's portable it's less of a hassle so but yeah i mean the, like uh, i think hundred dollars is kind of maybe well that's just that's just for like the base model like to just right. the basically the uh base of this thing like if you want to get like oh i need 20 tubes for up down left right you know and all this all these buttons that that's gonna go a lot more yeah where it may get you a little costly if you have i mean that's that's my own problem is you're making this a little costly and you've got people that perhaps are worried more about medical bills and now they want this thing to be able to play their system and they're having I can to sell out like, $150 or something for it, you know. I could see, like, a hospital getting one, you know, like, right. you know, re- physical rehab, stuff like that. Yeah, that that could be an avenue for them. Uh, the hospitals or, you know, some kind of other thing, you know, something for kids, one of those. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I know you said you had no interest in Rage 2, but they officially revealed the gameplay and story details for the game uh it's releasing in spring 2019 it is being made by uh avalanche and id software of course they're the ones involved with uh doom the most recent doom uh it's an fully open world shooter verse apparently that... I, I hate that name <laughs> i'm surprised like borderlands didn't come up with that one first <laughs> <laughs> i agree with you uh, of course, if you've seen the trailer, it looks a lot like uh, Mad Max, uh, post-apocalyptic. Oh, I imagine like, they had, they're like, we got this open world map. We got this open world apocalyptic map. Let's just use this instead. <laughs> exactly. Um, a lot of uh, big guns and being able to do a lot of different stuff and uh, go into overdrive and all that. Um, apparently, an asteroid. Annihilated eighty percent of the Earth's population. And... Yeah, that happened in Rage One. I mean, that one like you woke up from an arc and then you did your merry way. <laughs> There's like bloodthirsty gangs everywhere, and yeah. But the big, the only question I care about is: is will John Goodman be back in it? I guess we'll find out during the Rage 2 showcase when it shows, you know, it's shown off with Bethesda. So, I mean, go them. Uh, at least we know one thing. We're already going to get, like, probably, this is probably going to take up half their press conference. Cause, and then you'll get bored halfway through. And I'll talk about Quick Champions again. <laughs> yep. Are people playing that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's those I mean, Quake diehards, I guess, that are, but... 
Uh, they're, all just, they're all just playing like Quake 3 still. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, and Rage 2 won't include loot boxes, people, so be happy that they're I, I, not. I think like just multiplayer online shooters like that in that vein are just dead. Yeah, we'll see. But you're you're not wrong. Like the battle royale thing has sort of taken all of multiplayer and just that's what it is now. Well, that so, and then just like hero shooters, like yeah. like Overwatch. That too. It's it will have to get bored. Somebody will have to come on and make something totally different so that they get off that eventually. But yeah. Probably going to be a while. People seem to be really enamored uh, with that uh, right now. Uh, Ubisoft also delayed Skull and Bones, uh, which isn't too surprising because we've heard like nothing about it for a while. Yeah, they showed up that like one trailer and that was kind of about it. And now it's coming out until 2019, possibly 2020. Um, Ubisoft Singapore just says that it's their biggest game yet and they want to make sure that they're able to tell the right story uh, and everything else. There was another game I think they got delayed till 2019 aside from Shenmue 3 and I can't uh, remember right this minute. I, it might have been one of those that I thought I put down I did not but I'm sure there will be many. Oh, uh, Metroid. Uh, Metro... Um, Exodus got uh, delayed. Exodus, yeah, yeah. Yep. Metro Exodus got delayed too. So. That's a shame, but yeah, <laughs> that's another game that they kind of just THQ Nordic has released quite a few things this year, and they they just released the what I think Battle Chasers Night War on Switch like last week, um, and they have not talked much about Metro Exodus at all. So then they just announced that it's getting delayed in their during their financial thing, and it's like okay cool people were looking forward to that but i get it you know they and they're making another speaking of like that type of game they're making another stalker game i don't see what we like that game so or like that franchise so why not yeah well I, the why not is i think the studio went under and like it's the yeah. re- it's like parts of it are making this again I'm, I'm not quite sure the lineage but it's really weird and complicated <laughs> Uh, agreed on that part. It's, it, I'm, sh- they may provide more information soon, but they got a lot uh, on their plate at the moment. Getting into the movie and TV news for the rest of this, uh, we might get a little bit of a sneak peek as to what's coming after Avengers. Uh, Marvel is going ahead and making. A movie based on the Eternals. They already have sort of a script being written. Of course, this is based on the comic book made by Jack Kirby in 76. Um, One of the characters can apparently, called Icarus, can manipulate cosmic energy. And Thena can, is telekinetic. They provided, you know, a comic book picture along with it, so. I guess uh, they can't make that Inhumans movie they kept talking about. (laughs) Good God! The less we got to talk about the Inhumans, the better. That show was awful. Uh, it pretty much, I think, as soon as it came out, it was canceled. Yeah. So they're like, "Yep, you just proved why 
we have been very kind of just keep delaying the movie and then turned it into a TV show because we really wanted nothing to do with it. Speaking uh, of that, do you follow Shield at all or no? I'm. I keep saying I'm gonna try to go back and rewatch that, and then I don't. So yeah, they had like their season finale like last Friday. I thought this last season sucked. <laughs> Didn't they sort of have their take on what happens after Infinity War on that episode? No. <laughs> oh, I thought that was it's, the whole part of it's it. It's like not really because it's taking place before that, and it's just like it. It's so. I don't even know. <laughs> it's it's so just kind of. I, I just know it's it's coming back next year. Like deep only in thirteen the summer. episodes, though, right? Yeah, well, deep in the summer, so as to not even deal with Infinity War, because <laughs> by then that's, it'll be wrapped up. <laughs> yeah, that's probably just that, and also I think like the ratings have not been good for it, right? Like no, it's but it's on, just... a, it's on a Friday night. What do you expect? I agree, but the ratings were not that great when it was on during the week, too. Like, you know, it it started dwindling after a while. Uh, of course, that probably was... Didn't the show, like, take a nosedive for a while? Then it kind of came back when they added Ghost Rider, and then... Yeah, it, it, it had periods of good and then periods of bad. So, it's, I mean, it's an uneven show. Uh, hopefully they can figure something out so they'll have a lot of time to figure out the story and all that. Oh, here's something you may like also. Uh, next next Monday, they're having two new, well, not new, but two episodes of Lucifer on Fox. Awesome. I heard apparently because Amazon might pick it up. I guess we'll see the ratings. <laughs> yeah, that's apparently Fox's official statement is ratings on Lucifer, but... Yeah, I don't know. Now there's news that apparently they have made a deal to get SmackDown from WWE. So, yeah. And they've been canceling shows a lot to, I guess, maybe make room for it. I mean, it does help them, right? They don't have to... They can just have SmackDown and then have the news. They don't even have to worry about making time on that day. Just, hey, you have a live show on Fox, and then you go right in the news. So... I wonder if NBC would even entertain the idea of putting Raw on NBC then, but no, because you know. NBC NBC isn't desperate. Yeah, that's true too. I mean, they just went and grabbed Brooklyn Nine Nine, but that also is they kind of filmed that, that, that at their studios too. So, well, they I think they actually own it technically. Also, people like Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, people don't like SmackDown. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... People like SmackDown, but not as much as they like Brooklyn and I. So, I don't know. Look, Fox, I think Fox did the right thing, though. Like, don't overpay for the UFC when you really can't afford it. You're, you know, you're in a battle between now Comcast has come back into the picture and tried to offer more money than Disney. I really hope Comcast doesn't because I want to see these Marvel movies get back to where they should be. But, also, uh, you know. Like, what is Comcast's goal? Like, are they going to make like a fucking NBC version of X Men? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't get that. Like, what does Fox have that you really want? Is it for the movie stuff? Like, 
do you want a piece of the i guess you want a piece of the superhero pie or something like i can see that point but again like you're doing that and there's i don't know obviously superheroes have shown that they don't seem to have a uh a death point because deadpool just surpassed avengers but I guess another funny part of this is, I mean, this is a little off topic, but in the UK, there's a network called Sky TV or Sky right. Network, I think. Mm-hmm. And Fox, Fox has been trying to bid on it. Or like Rupert Murdoch has been trying to bid on it and he wants to own it. Mm-hmm. And Comcast like shut him down. But Comcast is not making like a counter bid for it. Well, now that I like, can understand because they have rights to like the English soccer and all that, that NBC already has rights to in the U.S., and if you have those two networks together, they can make a bigger sort of platform for that and, like, other sports as well, you know, if they wanted to go that route, so. Yeah, but um, Murdoch wants, uh, he wants to own the network for, like, their news, you know, right, for, like, exactly, the, yeah. their news name, not for soccer or, or anything else. He just wants it to. Well, they used to have a deal together, right, Fox and Sky, and then that kind of deteriorated because. Well, Fox right. kept trying to, like, Oh, like try and like get more of it, and then like, I think the UK regulator shut them down. They're like, right. no, you guys are assholes. <laughs> yeah, and that's right around where the sale for Fox started was when he was making that play. Then all of a sudden, the rumors started coming out that like, oh, well, things aren't going too well at Fox. Yeah, and yeah, that happened. So, <sighs> like Comcast is really spreading that muscle. I don't, I don't know. It's going to be interesting if disney doesn't wind up getting that over i think it's like eight million dollar difference um i think if it's that low i think disney would pony up for it (laughs) i wonder though i wonder because comcast did that originally right they had offered more money and then fox said no we'll take the disney deal and then comcast came back in was like hey what the hell like we offered you more money what are you doing and they're trying to, I guess, lobby the the FCC and all the people that make those decisions. Like, hello, we offer more money. What's wrong with this deal here? So we'll see. Uh, but I have a feeling if that Time Warner and AT&T deal doesn't go through, how could they really justify making this one go through? Yeah. So this whole thing may just turn into nothing. But, again, they, they have a whole year to figure that out uh, yep. until then. Uh, Thundercats is getting a new animated show on Cartoon Network, and it has made people get absolutely pissed off. Um, I can understand, because the look of it is, if you don't watch Cartoon Network right now, which I don't, it's probably going to piss you off, because it looks like one of their shows that they have on right now called OK Go, and also sort of like Steven Universe as well, so. I thought it looked like Teen Titans Go. That as well, I guess. Like it, but it's very kid, kitty friend or kid looking, looking, like very exaggerated uh, stuff like that. And I think that's what's making people upset is the people that are traditional Thundercats fans. I mean, to be fair, I did like that. I, I'm not a big Thundercats person, but like I did like the anime kind of thing that they had for a little while. But Cartoon Network kind of killed that thing. Well, that's there's two th- sides to this. First of all. That anime thing was like 2011, and no one right. watched it. So yeah. you can't have fans now going, "Oh, this looks terrible." It's like, "Well, you didn't watch the show seven years ago and look good." Well, but let's but, be fair. Cartoon Network kind of let that thing like 
die and then brought it back, didn't tell anybody that it was coming back, brought it back on a different night, didn't promote it. I mean, there's a, there's blame to be put on Cartoon Network as well, you know. It's sure. not both of them. Or it's not just one side. But also, so. like, who the fuck cares about Thundercats? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like, uh, outside, of an, outside of, like, people who are 30, like, I'm, you're, me and you are approximately 30. Right. Like, even that show is too old for us. I mean, that came out in, like, the 80s. Like, I remember it on Cartoon Network when I was a kid, like, young. And yeah, then were... it kept being shown on Boomerang after that, and then I didn't. Yeah, but they were, those were, like, 10 or 15-year-old reruns. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. Um, um, it's the same. I don't know if you've seen, but they brought back uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle, I think, on Amazon. Oh, they did? Wow. And it's like. Who, like, who the fuck thought that this was a good idea? Well, it's kind of like, uh, what, uh, Netflix is bringing back, uh, She-Ra? Yeah. Right? So, I mean, there's an audience for it, but... Well, they're bringing it back, but we don't know how successful it's gonna be. That's the thing. <laughs> right. I... I don't know. I like. I get it. The people that are upset, but like, they're trying to make this appeal to the new people that watch cartoons now, the kids that watch it now. So, yeah, I don't think you can blame them for that. No. And if it if it doesn't work, then you know what? Thundercats a dead franchise, and you don't bring it back anymore. And you can go back to reading your comics or your watching the old cartoons, and you know what? A collecting action figures for them, and have fun with that. But I think the people that are getting it obsessively mad about this is like, you've got to think about, they have to market this to today. If they it, don't. Well, I, I agree with you in principle, but the counter to this is reboot the guardian code. <laughs> yeah. Or reboot of reboot. Right. No, that's what, I, that's what this is. Yeah, you haven't yeah. seen it. No, no, I, I I remember we talked about it. I have not watched it because I didn't watch reboots. So oh yeah, yeah, it's it's something special. There are like dozens, if not hundreds, of videos on YouTube. Like after the series came out, of people that's blasting it, <laughs> going like, "Oh, it's an ins-. I mean, it's true. Like it's an insult right. to what the show was. But yeah. it's like get a life. <laughs> uh, God, uh, one pets man is coming back in the way you remember it. It's coming back on Viz Media. Of course, Viz Media owns it, which probably means it's not coming to, like, Crunchyroll or Funimation. You'll, you'll have to have Hulu to watch it because Hulu has a deal with Viz Media. Um, if not, it may just be on, like, Viz Media's, like, website or something. So uh may have a lot of illegal streaming going on with that series. Uh going to be interesting uh, how they handle that. Of course, a lot of people are waiting. I'm waiting for One Punch Man Season 2. I know a lot of other people are. Um, so interesting and it's going to have a different director and a different staff, uh, than the last season. So that always works out well. Usually doesn't. Yeah. The show also has a lot of its detractors or whatever. So, uh, we'll see. It's still really popular and if they can make it work, then why not? Uh, I don't think we ever got to talk about the DC streaming service. Because it was old news by the time we did another show. Yeah. Um, they still revealed a price for it, but it has five series now that they're going to have on the service. The newest one's called uh, is about Doom Patrol, 
It's going to have 13 episodes. Uh, it's also going to be included along with Young Justice getting a season three. Uh, that's Harley the one Quinn. Care about. Yeah, that's the uh, Harley that's Quinn, the, Swamp that... Thing, and Titans. Yeah, uh, Young Justice will be the, the good one of these five. <laughs> you never know. DC usually does okay with... Are these... Now, these are going to be live action or they're going to be animated? No, I think the only live action was Titans. Okay, so the other four are animated? Yeah, because they're not going to have like a Harley Quinn anime, or real-life show. I mean, they usually do pretty well with their animated shows. So, I got the benefit of the doubt here. I'm still, I... like, if you're going to charge more than 10 bucks for the service, I think you're crazy, but... Yeah. I was actually watching some old Batman animated show or animated series last night. That was so good. That and I can't, Batman Beyond. I can't wait until... Uh, well, they're re-releasing Batman animated on Blu-ray this year. Oh, they are? That'll be, oh. that'll be really good. So for people that uh, don't know... The, so do you any, know anything about Doom Patrol or... Not at all, you? No, not really, but I'm going to go off of this uh, press release that they uh, came out with for it. Um, apparently it has people that have suffered horrible accidents, and this led to them having superhuman abilities, and they're scarred and disfigured, and they have so many uh, problems, and... Yeah, and apparently it also deals with the stuff that happens after Titans. So they go together in a way. Um, I guess that's cool. So if you watch Titans, then you can uh, watch this. It's like a band of super-powered freaks who fight for the world that wants nothing to do with them. Alright. I'm guessing they're not that important. We've never really seen them talked about having a movie or anything so well these are like d-list hero or you know yeah i i, I look at this as like on par with like that eternals movie like who the fuck cares or like the runaways which that no. shows apparently decent well runaways is like, like a lot newer than this i mean runaways is like at least it's 10 years old this has like 40 or 50 oh really yeah then, I mean, again, like, I think this is cool that, like, DC's using their streaming service to kind of bring people's awareness of, like, lesser known, like, I mean, not everybody knows who the Swamp Thing is, so, it's interesting. Of course, everybody knows who Harley Quinn is, but her getting her own series is also a, kind of a, a thing why you have a streaming service. You can do things like this, so, hopefully for them, uh, it works out. But do you think maybe it leads to, like, Disney... Oh, I don't know. Disney would need to, right? They could just have it all together. There'd be no reason to have a Marvel streaming service or anything oh, like that. Oh, that'll be my Disney thing. Yeah. I imagine I imagine if and when these Netflix deals run out for, like, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage, like, they'll just move to that thing if they right. can. I'm sure. Whenever it is that those... Or, like, they'll just, make it, they'll just make a whole bunch of new shows, like... There's a ton of Marvel heroes out there. <laughs> yeah, like they're making that Star Wars show. They can keep making... I wonder if they would 
consider pulling like the Marvel shows, Marvel cartoon shows from Disney XD and just airing them on the streaming service or whatever. So, and they I, could. I would the, the one Marvel show or one Marvel license I'd love to see is X Factor. Uh, oh, that's based off the Deadpool thing, right? No, that's X Force. Oh, okay, that's okay. Never mind. X Factor, like the comic I liked, was it was multiple men running a detective agency with like filled with, like everyone is a mutant. You never know. Yeah, could happen. And they announced finally announced like the rest of the uh, there's a show or a comic I like called The Boys, and they're making a TV show based on that. And they finally announced all the cast for that. And looks Is good. It live action, I guess. Yeah, it'll be on Amazon Prime. Well, there you go, Amazon making some uh, smart choices. It seems. Carl uh, Carl Urban is the main character. Is going to be the main character. Ooh, could be interesting then. Yeah, might have to give uh, that a look. Really hope they pick up Lucifer at this point because they'll have a point a damn good lineup uh, if they get all that together. So. Let's move it on, though, Zombieland 2, which I really enjoy the first Zombieland. Good God, it's been 10 years since that movie came out. Oh, I feel really old. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think I, that little girl so little anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, God, it wasn't that long. Um, Woody Harrelson's not that young either. So, uh, yeah, October 2019, we could get the second film. I'm all about that. I really like the first movie, so more Zombieland. I'm down with that. Um, who, who would you like to see in the celebrity cameo? Uh, I can't think right now on that one, but I, I'd go Michael Shannon. <laughs> that's yeah, that would work. Uh, I'm just excited the movie is coming because I feel like it's been a while. We keep hearing about them making well, a sequel. They, they kept talking about making a TV show also, which always yeah. fell through because that, that always does. It's like, no yeah, because I think that... it was right on the fringe of when TV started hitting that golden era again, and it was going to be hard to get all those actors to be in that. Well, so. they're talking about making a Snowpiercer TV show, which sounds bad. And there was talk that it thankfully went away, but they were going to make a TV show based on 2012, that horrible John Cusack movie. Oh, God. And so who thought this was a good idea? No. And whoever did should be shot. Yeah, really. Ah, thankfully that didn't happen. But yeah, this this is uh, one of those good things. of We've waited a while, long enough for that to come out and feel fresh again, so... That uh, is a positive uh, for Zombieland 2. Uh, glad that they're getting the, all the cast back. And we'll see how that uh, works out. Now, the report came out from the New York Times that apparently network TV isn't having problems getting younger audiences. Uh, this is, of course, CBS, ABC, NBC, Fox. Uh, CW doesn't quite have that problem. Uh, they never really well, have. <laughs> but... I mean, CW caters to younger audiences. Right. And also, like, uh, like, what shows would you watch on CBS? I watched Elementary for a while. Um, and then I kind of got tired of it. Uh, I tried to keep up with Young Sheldon as most as I could because I like Big Bang Theory. 
You're a, uh, you're a bad person. That's kind of it, though. I didn't know that uh, about you, but now you're a bad person. <laughs> damn. <laughs> like, uh, but that's kind of it. I don't like CSI. I don't like uh, all that junk. So, Or NCIS. Or, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, if you think about the show, think about, like, Modern Family or, like, what's the biggest show on, like, Network TV by Big Bang Theory? Yeah, Big Bang Theory, Modern Family, uh, uh, Grey's Anatomy still been going on. Uh, this Is Us is a big one. I wish I watched that too. You know, it's just. I mean, uh, compare those shows just on a quality level compared to like Westworld or Legion or Game of Thrones. Like, there's no contest. Like, no wonder getting blown out of the water. Well, I think it, well they're not even including like the HBOs and uh, FXs in here. They're just saying that they're getting beat out by Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu. Which also, if you include that, I mean, Netflix is obviously trying to just destroy everything by making like a thousand series in a year. But like even Hulu with like Handmaid's Tale and uh, several other shows that they've come out with on their original. I mean, they kept uh, Mindy Project alive uh they've kept other shows man and, in the high castle yeah and our cast it's just they have shows that people are the younger audience is interested in amazon as well uh, i mean netflix just kind of has something for everybody so you really can't go wrong uh there but looking at uh, which some of these surprise me just because like the Good Doctor doesn't seem like a show that like a sixty-year-old would watch, but that's almost the median age of that show. Uh, that doesn't surprise me at all because it's a medical drama about, you know, hopeful. You know, it's not. It's not a sad show. It's a hopeful right. show. Yeah, like or House not, was a lot more sad. Yeah, it's than... not. It's not realistic per se. It's a, like a heightened yeah. realism. So. Yeah, Young Sheldon is surprising because of the populated Big Bang Theory, uh, The Voice, all those like you know American Idols, whatever. That's older crowd watching that. Nine one one as well because it has to do with the police and all that. Which uh, Grey's Anatomy also because it's kind of. I think at first Grey's Anatomy was sort of a thing that like younger audiences could actually watch, and then as the years have gone on, it's just like. They've gotten the people, older. <laughs> yeah, I think the people that keep watching it are the ones that have kind of stuck with it. I don't, I don't ever hear of somebody going, oh, I need to watch Grey's Anatomy from, like, season one right now. Like, no, you don't. Um, yeah. Roseanne, obviously. You know, Will and Grace, obviously. They're, remake, rema- you know, remakes. Uh, this Is Us is the total, like, white person... Old, I mean, it also appeals to a younger crowd. Like, I know a lot of people around our age and even younger that watch This Is Us because it does have younger actors in it. Um, but still, like, it's it's one of those, like, modern family, all that, that kind of just appeals to everybody. So, yeah, that's um, the one with Sterling, K, with Sterling K. Brown, right? Is that who the... It's the well, one with the. I don't know. I don't know. I don't this know is us. Is the one that has Mandy Moore and uh, Mila Ventigmila. Okay, yeah, it does have Sterling K. Brown. That's all. Yeah. That's the only thing I know about it. <laughs> uh, you know, Empire. 
that does appeal to younger audience because of the crowd that it draws. Uh, it's obviously, you know, more towards an African American audience, but I watch it. It's very, it's, it's kind of, yeah, I really like, um, oh, damn it. What's her name? Uh, the main actress, she's Taraji uh, P. Henson. Yeah. I think, yes. or... Taraji P. Henson. And, uh, what's this? Damn it. He was an Iron Man. Howard, uh, Terrence Ter- Howard or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, Ter- no, Terrence them, Howard. Yeah. Both of them are great. Um, so they carry that show really well. Uh, it, it, I mean, I don't watch it. I just know it has Android Royo in it and that's okay in my book. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, then all the kids, like all the kids that rap and everything else in it are, are really good. So, um, and I'm not a hip hop aficionado at all. Just that it, it's interesting. Of course, Riverdale is the youngest median show of everything on the network, which makes sense. It's on CW. Uh, it's very. I haven't Can't... watched it, but it's. I have season. One. I watched season one at least. Is it like Twilight esque? You'd say no. This, it's it's actually good. Okay, it's actually good. Okay. Uh, like the all the all the well, not teenage, but like all the twenty year old actors are pretty good. Uh, it's very arch, or like very soap opera. Well, it's based based on the Archie comics, right? Yeah, but barely at this point. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't, I don't remember like a serial killer in, you know, Archie comics. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't remember like Betty donning a black wig and like a sexy bathing suit and trying to like seduce this guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So you know, my point See, was in bringing this. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I think the thing is, is like I don't think. I mean, I think like you have a four or five year old daughter. It's seven. But yeah. Okay. Oops. Like, I think TV is being, like, anachronistic or slowly becoming that way because too much stuff to watch. Like, if you said to your daughter, like, we're going to watch it, we're going to watch this show every night at two, like, every Tuesday at 8 p.m. And it'll be, mm-hmm. like, this one show we watch. She just would, why? <laughs> like, why isn't this on my yeah, phone? I can watch whatever my... I want whenever I want, right? Yeah. And um... then also... I, I, I think there's just too much variety out there. I mean, MASH got, like, a, you know, 15 million people watching, like, the finale, because that was the only fucking thing back on back then. Like, what do you expect? Yeah, like, what, a Cobra Kai just broke the record for YouTube Red, now that there was ever, like, some great shows to watch on YouTube Red before Cobra yeah. Kai, but... It's like, yeah, what do you expect? It's the only show people, like, people remotely would care about on that, on that thing. <laughs> but still, like, you know, Hulu keeps... Uh, you know, Hulu just, I think they were the first network, right, of the streaming services to win something with Handmaid's Tale. So, uh, you know, and Netflix has been doing it for a while. You have so many different shows that it's like just Netflix alone. You can watch that and watch it whenever you want. You can binge watch and then you can go to the next Netflix original show that you like. And now they've gotten into anime themselves. So they, they're starting to own that sector. Uh, I mean... You know, you've got Amazon that's getting into that as well. Uh, you know, that doesn't even include the CW shows that also provide something different that, you know, they, they're into the superhero thing that, you know, used to you could only get in the movies. So I, I think you've got, like you said, so much variety. Uh, it doesn't, the, the you know, being able to get anything online that you want as well also uh, hurts these people. But I think, 
also it's not just variety it's like what you see on our television is a lot of the same thing yeah over and over or you're getting a bunch of remakes like okay look uh, we got will and grace and roseanne and they're doing great right well okay let's do this again this season what are we getting a remake of magnum pi a remake of murphy brown they're Uh, bringing back mad about you yeah remake of mad about you remake of charmed uh, the Titan Games, which is hosted by The Rock, which I'm sure that might do fine, but it's almost like you know American Gladiators again, and uh, like they actually greenlit that '90s sequel to the Goldbergs that I thought they weren't going to. Um, wow! It's they called it Schooled, and it's going to have the lesser characters in it. It's not even going to have the the main the characters. Main. Yeah, because they're old or they're older at this point. Yeah, so. You know, it has the, um, you know, the PE coach and the, like, the counselor black guy. And um, I'm guessing it's going to go off of that one pilot. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it just – and then you go through and I think the IGN had, like, a – had, like, all the 32 new shows that were coming. And, like, I don't know how many of them were almost identical to each other. How many of them yeah. were like crime shows or something based on a hospital or whatever? And it's like, no wonder AMC and and all these other cable networks are kicking your ass because they're not all the same. You know, yeah. just, you got to have the ability to go out there and do something different. I mean, I know you don't watch it, but if you watch, if you compare like the first episode of The Flash to like the first episode of Legion. They're not even like not even the same ballpark whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're not kidding. So the, I mean, the Flash is just even the problems I have with like the current seasons. It's just an extremely formulaic show, and Legion is not. <laughs> yeah, so I mean that's that's the problem here is you want to get a younger audience, you got to appeal. Uh, to that younger audience. Um, but yeah, I think the last thing we have to talk about is the breath of games coming out this week. Um, I was wrong. They did. I don't know why uh, what I was looking at had Detroit Becoming Human uh, coming out last week. It is coming out on Friday along with Dark Souls Remastered that people have been waiting for on every system but the Switch version, which... Obviously, everybody knows it's been delayed by this point. Stardew Valley is now coming out on the Vita tomorrow. So if you, for some reason, have a Vita and you've been waiting forever to play Stardew Valley, I guess uh, you could pick that up. Um, the latest Evolver digital game, I Hate Running Backwards, is uh, out tomorrow as well. It's a infinite runner that also lets you uh, shoot things while you're running. State of Decay 2 comes out tomorrow as well. Of course, that's the uh, latest uh, you know, Xbox One exclusive that you can also just pay 10 bucks in Game Pass for and play. Uh, good, good luck if you play it too. Yeah. The reviews and have not been kind to that game. I have noticed that is not good for Marcus. They just can't win one. Uh, this year at all. A Mega Man Legacy Collection coming out for the Switch. Uh, and uh, H1Z1 is getting the open beta on PS4. Tennis World Tour comes out tomorrow as well. Runner 3 comes out uh, as well. Pixel Junk Monsters 2 comes out on Friday. 
um, lots of uh, lots of games coming out. That uh, Dylan's Rolling Western, the Dead Heat Breakers, also comes out on Thursday. So all the big hits. <laughs> yeah, lots of different games. I, I do like it when you have an eclectic. Uh, oh, that Bloodstained Curse of the Moon game is supposed to be at the twenty fourth. Oh really? It's not listed here. Maybe it's because it was just wasn't too it long just ago. Announced, it was like, announced, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, it was announced like two weeks ago. <laughs> well, there you go. Another one to put on on the list here. So that's one I'm getting. So I'm happy. I'm gonna give that a shot for sure. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, and then you know they'll probably take another lull here in a little bit because of E3 and all that. But yeah. So until next week, people. Uh, Enjoy your games, and we'll be back then. Later.